Welcome to the universe. What if I told you that you have the universe within? What would you want to explore? Will you have come to the right space? This is the universe with Naomi Hoot. Are you ready? Hello, beautiful universers. And today I have a special guest. His Hello. name is Sean. Yes. <laughs> okay, so Sean, yes. Nani the Sean. Yeah. That's your IG handle. My IG but handle. I, just, I just remember you as that. Yeah. And um, to me, you are very, very special because we met two years ago, way back yeah. when we did a um, DJ yes. competition. Yep. And two years later, we're still here together on this life journey, experiencing so much and really having every time we meet, we have these yeah. beautiful, deep conversations. Yeah. And and you've always been one of the pillars in my life where who I know I so could much. trust and everything yeah. that was going on, no matter what, I knew I could always talk yeah. to you. So that's why I'm really, really honored and yeah. happy that you're on today. And would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah. Hi. So uh, a little bit about me is that uh, okay, currently I'm like working, um, doing the HR industry so basically I'm a more of a salesman as you can tell I talk for a living so um, <laughs> salesman um, I have two kids uh, actually four kids <laughs> they are my beloved cats uh, called Mochi and Taro they are five you know four and two this yeah. year and I have a wife not the typical <laughs> wife but actually she's a motorcycle a Ducati it's actually my dream bike for over I think since I was like 19 now I'm 29 so it's been 10 years I dreamt of this bike I wanted to get it and last year as of late last year I've finally got my dream bike and so no way yeah this is how powerful visualization is exactly everyone. you just gotta go for it visualize it go for it yeah and yeah like, yeah and i i had i had the amazing experience of being on the bike once three to four times three, four times yeah and it's so amazing i know that someday for me personally yeah. i need to do my bike license you must i know yes, i know my parents yes. might not be happy with that but my dad actually was driving his bike for yeah? like 10 years and yep. he would do road trips mm. through greece and like oh, journal everything nice. and it's so beautiful Beautiful. Yeah. And I just feel like when you're on the bike, you just have this sense, this feeling of freedom, free, yes, and liberation, yes. And funny story, how I started riding bikes actually yeah. this. So um, when I was still quite pretty young, um, a friend just said, "Hey, how about I teach you how to ride a motorcycle?" Because I was quite free every day. I didn't know what to do. I stopped gaming. It was like my um old level, so it was a major exam year. Mm -hmm. It's pretty stressed up. Didn't know what to do. I didn't want to look to games for like you know comfort and relief. So he's taught me how to ride a motorcycle in the car park and stuff when it's, you know, not really legal to ride outside on the road. So <laughs> car park, I just learned and, and, and I've never felt so free because you, you mentioned that and I, I thought that's exactly how I started because I just oh, wanted wow. to feel free um, yeah. from all the stress, from work, from studying and things like that. And so, and I didn't want to look to things like gaming or like social media because it's so toxic when people just talking nonsense all the time and mm -hmm. all that. So I wanted something uh, more uh, natural, mm -hmm. I guess. And, and motorcycle is just like, yeah, it makes you feel free all the time. So. Oh, amazing. And yeah. have you ever like had a road trip yet uh, on a motorcycle? No, I, I've actually planned one this year, but uh, unfortunately for COVID, actually ruined our plans. Actually, uh, myself and uh, Douglas, who actually yeah. rides a BMW bike, actually oh we actually planned to, yeah, we planned to ride, ride up to uh, KL together. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, COVID happened, so uh, we'll uh, plan again. It'll happen again. And Soon. who knows, you might be like going way further than KL. I know. Like, who knows? <laughs> Anyways, I'd like you to yeah. share a little bit more about yourself. Like, what are you, what, where are you currently at in life? Yep. And with with so much going on, there's so much 
chaos in the world. Yeah. Maybe what are some of the lessons you've learned recently? Especially like we just came out of lockdown here in Singapore, so yeah. meaning like we just were only able to leave our house after being yep. um, kept home for like three months. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you want to share yep. a little bit about maybe something you learned and how that was for you? Yeah, I think maybe specific to um, the lockdown and what I've learned is that actually you can see um, there are two groups of people. I think we talked about this earlier, but two very distinct groups of people. There's one group of people who try to like um, survive and like, okay, I, I'm in lockdown for three months. I don't know what to do. I'm panicking. I, I can't go out and enjoy. I just got to survive. What can I do to survive? Okay, uh, but eat a lot of snacks, um, overeat and like mm. maybe just keep gaming and like just get the time by and just to get over it, right? Mm -hmm. the, the goal is just to get over it. Whereas there's another group of people that I, I noticed that like, okay, they're more driven. They're looking ahead. So after this, what is next? What can I do next? What can I plan for myself now so it will build into the next? Mm. And these are people um, that I realize that I like to speak to because they are they are not they are less um, pessimistic. They are more forward looking and it's more they're more positive people generally. And and I and I and I learned that like yeah, it's easy to just like say okay, you know, everyone's um just trying to get by. You know, we should get by. We should go into survival mode. But honestly, that's not a way of living. Surviving is not enough. Mm. We need to thrive. We need to go beyond. We need to always be ahead of that. You know, and, and that's something very important, I feel, especially for times like these when everyone's so negative and so like, oh, the economy is bad, jobs are bad, will I lose my job, things like that. Um, you know, being in the HR industry, I do I do have a lot of clients who are letting go of people. So I think the, the idea and seeing people losing their jobs is actually pretty real to mm -hmm. me because I know hundreds of people have lost their jobs already. It's very unfortunate. But still, you know, you cannot just like say, oh, I lost my job, what should I do now? Mm -hmm, uh, you, know, mm -hmm. you cannot just go to negative. You gotta always look forward. Yeah. So yeah. I love the word thrive. Yeah. I think that's such an important, is it a value? I don't even know, but <laughs> it's just a beautiful yeah. word to get you going through whatever season you're yeah. in in life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I think when you said thrive, I was like, oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. That, that, that That's exactly what it is. It's like seeing the light no matter what is happening or seeing yeah. um, the possibility of like, a path yeah still moving forward yeah. that no matter what's happening there is a possibility to really adapt yeah and to get through this and pass yeah. this exactly and thriving doesn't have to be a destination because i could not be there still but i'm still thriving in the situation i'm in mm. so it cannot be seen as i'm only thriving when i'm there you cannot when you see it like that you always think i'm not i'm never there mm -hmm. right you're gonna see as where i am now how do i thrive today mm -hmm. how do i thrive the week Mm -hmm. How do I be successful and clean this week as um, a good week for yeah. myself? So how was your your HR work? Is it HR? Yeah, HR. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, HR work. How was your HR work during the quarantine times? Yeah. Okay. It was tough actually. I think uh, everyone's just trying to figure out what we should do. How do we do? You know, when you call clients, uh, people are actually more aggressive because you know when when stress builds in, people are like they don't want to get a sales call. Mm -hmm. The last thing you want to get is like, hey, you want to buy some pictures? Yeah. Like, no, stop exactly. and just get out. You know, like so. So I I. It, the way we work had to change the things we do we couldn't even though we were a sales team we couldn't actually do sales it's come more like relationship building so i spent a, a good three four months actually just talking to people building relationships once again is really to add value for the mm -hmm. future so i can potentially turn of course flip that into a sale eventually right mm -hmm. but i mean for people who are looking for a quick sale it's it's this is not the market for sure yeah, yeah so it's very interesting the way we work got to change a little bit we're working from home as well 
um, it's a bit different now because you know um, we're used to the office and, and, and stuff like that comfortable you know got your tea and your whatever but now your home and your bed is just there and just like should I just head to the bed now or like you know and yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's like you are your own boss as much yeah. as your own you're your own worker exactly so you're the only one like that can give discipline to your life yeah. like as in you're the one disciplining yourself yeah. as much as the one following through exactly with it. that's the struggle yeah. it's like the balance it always is a struggle and then it's easy sometimes to choose the third observing party where you're just like I'm just gonna watch this or not like forget about it and I know. Snack, watch Netflix and do whatever I want to that's I like, know yeah. there's so many competing agents there's the bed there's the TV mm. there is a the fridge and then like and this yeah <laughs> actually okay yeah. one thing that always really interested me throughout our entire conversations that yeah. we've had um, over the past two years which were always so profound mm. and beautiful like I always felt like I was in a deep flow state after we would yeah. talk no matter where we were at yeah. no matter what we were doing no matter yeah. what time in life it was and like one beautiful conversation that we always have is understanding humans I guess yeah. understand not just understanding humans but understanding how people think yeah. and and then noticing those patterns in mm. ourself mm. and how we what we are going to do about that yeah so one thing that we always talked about was like personalities yep. and like wired behavior yep. and pattern thinking yes. and especially in HR oh my goodness, do you yes. want to share a little bit how that was an interest how interesting yeah if if there's anything interesting you'd like to share regarding this about the behavior side okay yeah. so because um the side of HR is not just um, because typically people um, coin HR to like all oh, recruitment right but for me I, I get the privilege actually um selling this other solution is uh, is called training and development so most um big established companies will have a team whereby they would come together and say okay how do we train our people how do we train our high potentials in the company to step up into a leadership which is that rather than just to hey you're, you're a manager now congrats be a manager no it doesn't work that way. you need mm -hmm. to train them to to step up into that so there are a lot of things that we actually do over here like assessment centers you need to assess the person know the behavior types the personalities mm. so there are a few assessment tools also there's like your everyone knows right your disc right or or there's the mayor briggs you know there's a Hogan's. okay please explain yeah, yeah they're, they're so they're so okay i mean it's too technical is but it like the enfj yeah yeah ENFJ, so yeah so mayor briggs is the enfj enfi or infj or whatever you are right the 16 personality personalities yes that one right so it kind of breaks breaks down for you you know what your extrovert introvert things like that so based on each personality type this one thing you learn about that is very interesting is that there is no bad personality right because some people think oh i'm just born like that i can I, 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 I can't do this I'm not born to do this but it's not true because your personality is unique to you or well to people like you mm -hmm. and therefore there's something you can do that the other spectrum cannot do Mm. You, so when people think that like oh I, I'm an introvert like in the most common I'm introvert I don't want to talk to people I don't want, yeah and I can't do this but that's not exactly right because it does not mean that you're bad at this you're better at something why not work on your strengths look and see what's good for you and work on that Mm. you understand something and, and that's why we, we talk a lot of development because we, we, we do not just assess the person and see what kind of person they are we then develop them so based on the personality we will specific our trainers actually will develop the person specifically to how this person needs to be developed based on his character his personality so it's very very um interesting that's because, beautiful exactly that, that's why when you do things like that or when you go into things like learning development coaching there is no group like development there's no such thing it's always one-to-one -one because everyone's so different it's so intricate to things like even not just your your 
personality, but as well as things you experience that shapes you, the things that you've been through that kind of shapes you as a person as well. That all these just comes together and makes you. Yeah. And that's why you everyone needs to be um grown or developed very differently. Yeah. Yeah. I think that binds in so beautifully with universe. Like yeah. the I, the reason why I even called it universe is because yeah. I believe that everyone has the universe within. Yeah. You have your own universe yeah. within, and you have your own expression of it. Sure. And I have my own as yeah. well. Meaning that there is limitless potential yeah. within each and every one of us. And like yeah. what really stood out to me was when you said there is no bad. Mm. And that is so. It is. It is such a big realization. Yeah. Knowing that no matter like how many people there are in the world that have done bad things, it's like yeah. they're not bad yeah. in its nature. Like they were not born bad. Yeah. And yeah. instead, it's finding. It's navigating through that that yeah. own limitation of mm. thinking maybe I'm bad. Yeah. And then navigating. Okay, you know what? I'm actually not bad. I'm unique. Yeah. I can learn from this. Yeah. And I have my own unique and different path maybe exactly. ahead. Yeah. And that's so beautiful because yeah. that's exactly what universe is about. Yeah. It's really embracing your own strengths mm. and then. Um, finding your own purpose or reconnecting yep. Yep. to your own purpose and yep. knowing that there is no bad. Yeah, bad is a it's it's your own perception. Yeah, that's it. Yep. It's in your mind. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and I and I like that because when I was young, actually, I, I always like tried to be like someone. Because I mean, when I was still young, I couldn't really find myself. I always like I want to be this person and that person. And then I heard this very interesting quote. It says, "We don't need another Steve Jobs in the world." Uh-huh. One's enough. One is enough. We just we we need another Sean in the world. We need another put your name here in the world you know we need someone else don't, don't try to be you can actually learn values from people but you cannot try to be that person and when the people think like oh why am i not good enough is it because i'm not as pretty as that person i'm not as um, talented as this person i'm not as business-minded as this person does it mean you are bad no it just means that you you are not good at what they are doing but you are good at what you should be doing yeah yeah. Exactly. And that also reminds me, I remember you when I was having this whole crisis, should I go to university? Yep. Um, I should I go to this one? Should I study yep. that? I didn't know what to study. Yeah. I was like, you remember me. Yeah, my goodness. <laughs> it was tough, man. I know. Like it was really like I was like looking and researching, but yep. my heart wasn't with it. And yep. I was always yeah, doing something else on yeah. the side and something yeah. would come up and then I wouldn't yeah. be able to go study. Yeah. And you were like, yay! Oh, <laughs> oh yay. I mean, yay, but oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you always like, oh, yay! And then you're like, oh. Like, literally oh, two years in a row. I know. So, I actually want to know more about your journey because we only met yeah. two years ago. I don't yeah. really know yeah. your life story before yeah. that. I know that you didn't go to university yourself yep. Yep. and now you're doing so, so yep. well. Like personally, like I look up to you. I'm like, oh my <laughs> gosh, you are really like, you're living your talents and yep. your skills in your job yep. and like personality, human behavior. It's yep. all tied up so beautifully in Thank your you. job now. Yep. And like, you didn't go the normal path though. Yeah. So what was your path? And like, yeah. were there any struggles? Yeah, yeah. And what made you go that path wow. even? Yeah, like, that's I want to know this. Yeah, that's such a loaded question. Yeah. Uh, where, do I, where do I start? Okay, as a start, right? Kids out there, it's not an excuse to not study. So don't take it as a, I don't have to study at all, okay? Get your degree if you can, all right? Yeah. So disclaimer out there, done. Um, basically, yeah, <laughs> I, I think I'm one of the only or maybe two people in the entire company of, of Singapore's 160, 170 people who do not have a degree that was hired in the company. And wow. and you know, if in Singapore, right, the norm is that even if you have a degree, you are just one of the many. 
yeah. what more if you don't have a degree and and for me right look i i i'm not the best at academically um i struggled through school some people like i study overnight and i don't get anything you know it's, it's tough right um but funny thing because i i know i can speak well right i can't study fine right but i can speak so i know how to do a sales job so like okay uh what sales job should i want to do there's a few options out there that everyone knows about firstly insurance they're like oh get rich quick scheme you know when you're young you're gonna you start you build from young you're gonna be super rich i'm like okay calm down maybe not me I didn't like the stigma that was around insurance agents. Not that they're all bad, but there's just few black sheep. Right? Mm-hmm. They kind of ruined the name. Mm-hmm. So that's out for me. Um, second was like property. I did consider property sales. But again, that was like um, not too interesting. It's not something that I know. I, I want to just do a job. I just want to do something that like, I like as well. Mm-hmm. So thirdly came along. I, I, back then, I, uh, I had a friend. So she was like, oh, you're looking for a job? How about try recruitment? It's kind of like sales. So I was like, oh, interesting. It's kind of like sales. And it has to do with people. You don't actually have to have any technical skills. Um, it's not a very, uh, uh, you know, what do you call it? Rocket scientist kind of job. Mm-hmm. It's really about interpersonal skills and, you know, just talking away through things, right? So so I thought, hey, give it a shot. So I got hired. Um, surprisingly, I once again, you know, it's a tough job market. You know, in Singapore, you know, even to today, I have friends who have a degree for over one and a half years who still can't find jobs. Yeah. So I must say, I'm super blessed to even get um, hired because actually my friend recommended me to her boss. And so the boss met me um, two times and he's like, actually, tell you what, how much does it hire you? And then you just like, you know, do this and that. And I'm like, okay, sure. So I give it a shot. Uh, most people are like, you know, nowadays millennials stay in their jobs for one year, very good already. I'm like, that's nonsense. I stayed in my first job for three and a half years. Wow. And the thing is that I didn't, and first two years was great. The last one and a half years was a struggle because me and my boss kind of conflicted on account on certain views, right? Uh, but I, I pushed through and, I, and when it was enough, I was like, okay, fine. I quit without another job because the, the norm is that you find another job first, then you quit, right? Mm-hmm. But for me, I, I'm different in the way that I think my emotional state and my emotional health is more important than my, I don't know, my financial health and my bank. And, and it wasn't easy because I was paying for a car. I just had a cat. And, you know, you're paying for so many things at one time. It's, it's crazy. So when I threw the letter and my, my boss was like, um, so you found a job already? Yeah? So which job are you jo- Who are you joining? What's the company? He was a bit passive aggressive. I'm like, no, I don't have a job because I really just want to quit and take a break. And so I quit my, my first job back then. I think that was like uh, two years ago. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, right, struggling finances. But I told myself, look, I really needed a break. That's more important to kind of focus myself as a person rather than to have money in my bank to feel safe. Because that can come in eventually. But emotional state, you need to protect and guard it. So I, I chose that path. For four or five months, I was jobless. And I think those you know in Singapore, paying for a car is ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like I got a second cat because I was so stressed. What should I do? <laughs> Buy another cat, get more expenses on my plate. So I'm like, why did I do that? I go home with another cat. I'm like, yeah, I'm paying more now. Good job, Sean. Nothing <laughs> solved, right? So <laughs> hence, I got two cats now. It's my quarter life crisis. Not a mistake. I love my cat, you know. So <laughs> I got another cat. I was like, oh no, what am I going to do? Um, I was struggling for a lot of jobs. Actually, I went for two interviews with very big companies. And I was like, oh my goodness, I thought I'd get it. I, like, these two companies, I went like four or five rounds. I met like the regional heads, the regional um, CEOs, and, and it was all going great. And suddenly, um, both just dropped me. Like, it's very strange. I'm very sure I got a job. And just one of them was like, oh, we can't hire. We got a hiring freeze and we can't do anything about it. Second, it's like, oh, we found someone internally and there has to be priority rather than finding someone outside. So it's very unfortunate. And I was very disappointed, to be honest. I was like, oh, you know, struggling stuff like that and then suddenly one day funny thing i i, I applied for a job uh, so the this recruit so this company that i'm working with one of the recruiters she posted a job uh, a sales job in a pharmaceutical company and so i applied for that job 
right? Sales in pharmaceutical. She called me up and said, hey, actually, I got a better job for you. Do you want to come back to recruitment? Um, but not doing recruitment, doing sales. Then I'm like, okay. But at first, and my first plan was like, okay, I don't want to recruitment anymore because like my first experience wasn't very good. So I wanted to get out of it, do something else. But I thought, okay, since it came on my lap, let's just go with the flow. I went there. Um, the I, the guy called me up. We had a talk for almost an hour on the phone. He said, hey, come down for interview. Um, earliest you can. I'm like, okay, Friday. He said, Friday, come down. So that was Wednesday. So two days later, I came down. Three and a half hour interview. Three and a half hour. I met him for two hours. And then he's like, oh, since you're here, tell you what, just stay here. I'll call the HR manager. Come in. We can get everything processed very fast. She meets you and then we can hire you immediately. I'm like, oh, I'm hired. <laughs> like, I'm hired. I didn't even know what was going on. We didn't even talk about salary. We didn't even talk about expectations. He just said, you know what, just wait here. I'll get people in and then we can get you hired. So, wow. first meeting, three and a half hours and it's quite unheard of. So, and that's the thing. So, I'm a very skeptical person. I'm like, are you sure? I always question. I'm like, too easy to be true, right? Typical yeah. Singaporeans, if it's too easy, something's wrong. Yeah. It's like, something is wrong. What's up? Is this some insurance scheme? <laughs> so, so, I thought, okay, it's strange. So, okay, let me see what the offer comes out. Um, I, uh, next day, Saturday morning, they call me and say, hey, uh, we got an offer ready for you. And I saw the number was, was perfect. It was like, it's almost, it's almost like a 50% raise. 50. And in Singapore, look, you only get like, what? 15, 1, 5, 2, 0, 20% increase. I got 5, 0, around 5, 0% increase. Wow. And I was like, okay, it's mine. I'm getting it. Go, done. I, I called her back. I'm like, okay, I accept it. Let's go. So, and she's like, can you start on Monday? And I'm like, no, I need to travel next week. And she's like, okay. So the moment I put down the phone, so so at the start, right, I got a, a pay increase that was way above the odds of the market. Secondly, I don't have a degree. That boss did ask me, so why don't you have a degree? And I said, I, I tried studying, but I just, I just can't, can't seem to finish it, right? He's like, okay, fine, fair enough. He still hired me, gave me a crazy, amazing pay increment. And right, right after the phone call, I called my friend. I'm like, hey, book me a flight. I'm going to Bangkok tonight. And I went. Wow. I know. Crazy. I'm like, I need to celebrate. So, so, yeah. so <clears throat> one thing that really stood out to me is that you personally, I can tell, have a growth mindset. Yeah. That you don't just stop somewhere and give up. Yeah. And like, especially when you decided to quit your job, mm. not having another job as like yeah. a backup, but instead yeah. you're like, no, I'm putting in my emotions first, yeah. my um, my mental well-being yeah. first, and then I'm gonna like, it'll come to me. It'll yeah. figure, I'll yeah. figure it out yeah. at some point. Yeah. Like the growth mindset is so, so like important. And yeah. like, I could see that you really embodied that, yeah. but also like, was it difficult? when you did not have a job like what were people around yeah. telling you and maybe your parents yeah so um typical parents will be like oh why are you jobless get out of the house go do something go do some part-time work in the meanwhile which i know is a trap because once you do part-time work you get comfortable and you get lazy trying to find a job so i told myself no i'll just spend so you always thought bigger thought bigger just go for the the end game right which is a full-time job so don't waste time on part-time jobs you you know here and there for what right just get the get, get a full-time job so mm -hmm. i aim for that um, it was tough because I, I mean, I, I, I hated everyone. I was like, oh, why am I jobless? Am I that unwanted in the market? You know, I, I, I was like, oh, I hate God. God is a horrible person. And I'm like, I hate my friends. It's their fault, even though it's not their fault. I hate my boss and I blame everyone. And, and, and there were some days like that, to be honest. It's not easy um, to find something that was your security. Because I mean, your job is pretty much your security in some sense, right? Um, in terms of financially, in terms of like you spend so much hours in it. So suddenly it's taken away from you. You get a thrown off balance for mm -hmm. a while. So it's kind of like figuring out, okay, what, what happens now? Where do I go? I just have like 40 hours, you know, 44 hours in a week, suddenly it's 
free what I do. Yeah, you know? yeah. So you get thrown off balance. But um yeah, you just gotta stick to it. You just gotta know what you want and just stick to it. Yeah. If not, you get over the place. You get super depressed. So are you right now happy? Oh, so happy. Yay! I think I think I think cannot be more happier. And even when I first got this job and I thought I can't be more happier. I, I just got a new cat and then I got a new job and I was like, I'm so happy. And today I look back one and a half years or two years later and I'm like, wow, I, I could be happier than that. And I'm still happy. Even though this whole pandemic is like eating around, I'm still like, okay, I think things are great. It's not that bad. Calm down, everyone. It's not yeah. that bad, you know. Yeah. yeah. And, and what was like always a passion that you've had in your life? Mm. And like, did you like that? You obviously followed it because you're so happy right yeah. now. And I would say you can, I can tell like, you know, your visualization of your Ducati yeah. wife, <laughs> your two little cats, yeah. and you love cats. Yes. Like are, to me, it seems like you're living your life of purpose and yep. happiness and as your highest self, obviously there's always more yep. potential, but sure. did you like follow your passion throughout this entire journey? Yeah, for sure. Like I, I am not the kind that will waste time on things that I know is you know for money and I don't like it. I did have uh, previously few job offers that were like really lucrative, really good money, but the things that I knew the lifestyle wasn't something I liked, like it involved a lot of drinking, involved a lot of um, client entertainment, very um, dirty, shady places. Mm. So I, I, I chose that I chose not to do that over like you know because it's great money but I chose not I'm like nah it's not something I want yeah. so yeah passion you have to go with something that you like and something you're comfortable with if even if it's good money but if you don't like it you're not gonna survive long no way yeah. don't waste your time you're yeah. just wasting on that three months figuring out whether you want it or not and I want to ask you yeah if you had all the abundance yeah in, in the entire world what would you want to be doing <gasps> Okay, yes, interesting question. Uh my passion is always cats, meow. And I, I know <laughs> I love cats. I, I, I know so much um horror stories of like cats being abused and nonsense and, and things like that. And I, I always had this dream that I can actually help uh one of my dream was actually to get a, a island in Batam because you know they have thousands of islands, you actually buy one if you have enough money and um whatever, right? Buy a b island and put all the um mm. uh, stray cats there so they can be like love and taking care of themselves. So that's a cute little goal of mine. Uh, but in the long run, actually, I want to help. Uh, I mean, if I'm more financially free, that is, That's right? That's so cute, though. <laughs> I know. do, like, a cat island. I'll do a cat island. <laughs> like, you know, Japan has actually has its own cat island where you can actually pay money to go and see. It's like, the moment you land, you can watch the videos, the thousands of cats just run to you. <laughs> like, it's cat island. Yeah, it's crazy. But I haven't figured out how that works yet. What's the yeah. ecosystem and stuff? Who but knows? Someday. Who knows? Someday I might, you know, like, take care of the cats. That you know? I will come visit the show. <laughs> like, cat, cat island! Yay! <laughs> oh my goodness uh, I should just like get like admission fee and then use it to pay for like the cat food yes <laughs> pay up right oh my gosh that'd be amazing yeah, yeah so that I mean it's always like something like a fun thing I want to do do you and have any advice for someone that maybe feels like you know like is this really the path for me? Like, mm. like is this okay? Because society won't yeah. accept me yeah. or yeah. I'm not worthy yeah. enough. Do you have any advice? Yeah. So I think when I was younger and I think when I was at a crossroads, I was just trying to figure something like that out as well. Actually, I came across this um, very cute um, meme or gif online. It was very uh, cheesy, but actually it spoke to me a lot even to today. It said that it, it showed uh, a picture of like, you know, like one of those like grass patches. Mm -hmm. And there's one which, uh, you know, when people walk a lot, then there's like a very clear path. And then there's a second one with another person like standing in front of the path with like long grass. And the, and the, and the quote said this, and he said, um, the road less traveled, it's always harder to walk. You realize that everyone walks that path. So it's so clear, it's so easy to walk, right? And that's why when you try to do something out of society's norms, suddenly you realize that, wait, it's different. It's less traveled. The path isn't as clear. Not a lot of people have walked that path. 
is it correct even? Because it seems like majority is going that way. Yeah. Am I, is this even correct to even begin with? I'm not saying whether I'll, I'll, I can make it, but is this correct, you know? And it, it kinda, it, it's kind of confusing and scary at times. But, um, you know, we, we just talked about that as well. And like we were saying, it, it, you just got to do it. Like most entrepreneurs that I, I've actually uh, been reading up and like even listening to like the, 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 the TED Talks and things like that, they all say the same thing. I don't know if I can succeed. I just did it. Anyway, yeah. just start. You just got to start, right? I mean, I mean you got to find yourself, know who you are, know your value, what you are good at. Like I said from the start, right? Your personality thing. Don't, don't compare yourself. Find what you as your name is good at. Find that and walk there keep mm. finding that keep walking there and trust because no one might have walked the same path as you yeah maybe one or two maybe one or two yeah I yeah. think the trust is a big yeah. it's like it, when you said trust it, yeah. to me in my mind it's like bold trust, trust. because it's exactly how I feel yeah. like even starting this podcast I don't know who's gonna listen yeah. to it I don't know who's gonna tune into it yeah. but I'm still just taking like yeah. doing it trying yeah. it giving it a try and also yeah. not just stopping after a couple but there's so many people that i realized i actually want to talk to because yeah. these people have changed me yeah to and like have have guided me towards me even being where i'm at today yeah. and that's why it's not even yeah. so much about me but it's being the bridge the communicator yeah. in between to show you know what there might be someone out there who is struggling the same yeah. with the same struggles as you yeah and look at where you are at right now yeah. and this is a possible yeah. like reality for that person as yeah. well for sure and, yeah so last yes. two questions okay if you could master any skill in the world what skill would you want to master oh interesting interesting master a skill like a hard skill soft skill or like anything a, anything interesting um, I want to master the skill of. It could even be supernatural. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. Yeah. Okay. On the fun side, supernatural. Speaking of, uh, flying will be one of them because I literally had a dream of myself flying just last week, and I was like, "This is awesome! I want to fly. I love the feeling. It's so free. It's like motorcycle. It's just like you're you're there, you know. But like flying, is just like everywhere. It's like yeah. oh, so fun. Yeah, yeah. Fun thing. But like mastering the skill of of people, I think is something I've always strived for. Ooh. Knowing consciously or subconsciously something i always try to do because like i think understanding um a human psyche and understanding how everyone uh, works how their you know nature versus matured and you know how how they grew up to who they are because environment circumstances very interesting to me and how to communicate and like to kind of like reach out to people like that and understand people like that so it's very it's very interesting and and the thing is that for me uh i tend to sometimes be a bit tunnel vision i just I, I, which most of us do we hang with people who in our crowd and we just like ignore the rest but I, I also want to like hear and I want to understand people you know who are different from me I want to learn how to master the art of you know um, speaking and, and relating to people who I cannot relate to you know? mm. I think that's going to be very interesting for me so mastering really like human skills human skills really just human skills like yeah. soft skills of just human oh that's so that's so powerful yeah because that's that's all you would need that's you'd all be you able need to life. talk to anybody yeah in the entire world yeah and sort of understand okay this is where you're coming from yeah and like seeing the, the pattern behavior yeah. maybe and then yeah. breaking out of that yeah. so it's really unleashing someone's yeah. full potential and, and in a short sentence it's really being all things to all men I can yeah. be anything to anyone and I can speak to you on your level and speak to you on your level not necessarily higher not necessarily lower but just different yeah yeah, yeah. oh that's so amazing yeah 
What a cool power to have. Okay. <laughs> That'd um, be a cool power to have. Yeah. yeah. And okay, last, that actually um, links in very well to mind expansion. Mm. So what to you does expanding the mind mean? Hmm. Okay. Mind expansion, I think a lot of it really comes from, because I think everyone has different capacity. Right. I mean, to, to say that, uh, you know, I can never reach your level, you can never reach my level um, in terms of, you know, maybe um, to think bigger, to think harder, to, 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 to go further and, and to be more motivated, I think it's not a fair comparison. I think everyone has a different capacity. And I think um, to expand, uh, well, more like kind of asking like, um, what is it to me, right, to kind of bring that out? Is it right? Mm-hmm. I think everyone needs to find out what is their limit first. And when you find your limit and then you push it forward from there because I think most people, they don't really dare to go near the limits of what they can do mm. or who they are. Like some people think like, okay, this is only so much stress I can handle. They back away. They don't take the challenge. They they, they kind of avoid rather than go through it. And you know, it's different, right? To avoid a problem and to get through a problem. Yeah. You, the, the, the end result is the same. But what you bring to the end result is different. Mm. Because I can avoid the problem, I still get away from the problem. I, I, it's, it's behind me, yes, but I didn't learn anything from it. All I did was have something behind my back. That's all. Mm. But when I get through a problem, I can look back and I can say I learned something from that. Ah. And if the same problem happens again, I know what to do. I can even teach people how to go through it. Oh, that's so great, and it's very visual. It's very visual. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly, and that yeah. and that's for me is that you need to find your limits and just getting past it. Yeah, so it's like also living at the edge. Living at the and edge. And being comfortable with living at the edge nearly. Exactly. It's like expanding your mind as in expanding your comfort zone. Yeah. And, and it always, there's always something ahead. Yeah, yeah. And, and comfort zone always links to fear mm-hmm. because that's where people kind of stop, right? And it's fear, the unknown. It is the unknown. Everyone yeah. is afraid of the unknown. Yeah. No one isn't. And don't like be fooled for anyone who says, oh, I'm not afraid. Like that's nonsense. Everyone yeah. is afraid of something. So what what was one of your biggest fears? Oh, my biggest fear, my goodness, I have so many fears. Um, biggest fear, really, my biggest fear is actually uh rejection. I think even to today, strange thing, right? For a sales job, I get rejected every day, but yet my fear is rejection. It's kind of strange oh, wow. how your biggest weakness can become your strength. When I grew up, I grew up a lot of time in church, and I was surrounded by a lot of people who actually in today are like quite big in the media. So being around people like that, even from young, they're very out there, they're very like, they're somebody. And for me, I was always like, kind of like, the outcasted kid and kind of like the, the uncool kid. So to hang out with people like that, I always try to model myself and become someone like that to be the next that person. But, and then I'll, and I would do that because I feel that people reject me for me. That's the thing. And then one day, um, a very close friend of mine, uh, even to today, he came to me and said, do you know that you need just to be yourself because people love you for who you are. Mm. It changed my life. I, it changed the way I saw myself. It changed the way how I behave. I rest that I don't want to try to be someone else. I just want to be me. And if I'm not comfortable with myself, then no one's going to be comfortable with me. Yeah. Right? Zero-sum game, right? That's what it is. And so I just try to find how to be comfortable with myself, how to love myself, how to, how to find that, that, that thing in, my, in me that I can love and value myself. And from there, find value and, 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 and value yourself. Because I think that's something people struggle to, find value in themselves. Yeah. People are love and be comfortable with yourself at the start. So funny thing, like I said, right? Rejection or... or being afraid people reject me is the biggest fear I have. Biggest, right? I wouldn't dare tell a girl I like, I like, I like her unless, unless I'm sure she likes me. If not, I'll never ever say because I, I don't want to be rejected. I hate it. Really? I hate it. I cannot. I'm so afraid. So Still? Even to today, yeah. I, even to today, I'm very like, uh, you know, I try to like, you know, tow around the line, but I wouldn't just say, say it out like that. I'm very like afraid. 
But like, funny thing, even my job, I get, my job is to get rejected. <laughs> it's really get rejected. <laughs> like, out of 100 calls, I mean, probably 85 are rejections. It's quite strange, right? Imagine, oh my gosh. Imagine I took the rejection with me to my job. So that means you're constantly living at your edge, though. Exactly. I'm it means that you're constantly expanding your field of possible, yeah. the possibility of being rejected. rejected. Yeah. It's like, does it ever, ever, does it ever go away, though? Funny thing, it doesn't. Even doesn't. to today, there are some, there's sometimes when I call the when I call people that I do not know, especially I I just I still get afraid. Before I call, it's like okay, am I ready for this? Am I ready? Okay, just call, just call, just do it, just do it. Just gonna just gonna keep pushing yourself every day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and, and does it get easier? It does get easier for sure. Is it still there? Yes, gets easier for sure. Yeah, and you just gotta keep going against it to keep fighting. You just you can't just accept it as like, oh I'm just like born to like do like that now. That's what I'm saying. It's more like I'm gonna face rejection I'm in its face. face right? Yeah, I'm gonna look it in the eyes and be like, okay, I'm gonna go through with this. And then if I get rejected, then what's the worst thing that could possibly happen? Yeah, exactly. What's the worst that can happen, right? Yeah. You know, yeah, but I but look at and I think it's still a, scary though. It's still scary and imagine I took the rejection from my young, never got through that. I circled around the problem. I never went through the problem. Today I couldn't be doing my job. Yeah. I would have left by today. I would have I'm so like depressed from people rejecting me all the time. Not just from personal life, but my work life. Like wouldn't it be so sad? It means that every day you're just learning more and more and more to still love yourself. Love every single day is part of that journey. Face the rejection, just go. Face the rejection because you know that if the right clients would come to you or the right people would come to you, yep. you you know that they would be the right people. Yeah, exactly. Because they are the ones that, you know, they vibe with you, whatever yeah. it is, yeah. the same frequency, it yeah. doesn't even matter. It's like yeah. the rejection really brings in the beauty of yeah. those people that really then are the ones. Yeah, spot on. And when you bring that person in, all the rejection just feels like it. It doesn't, it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. It's so worth it. So that's the worth thing. Yeah. I think that's that's what we often forget. Mm. Why does it matter exactly. that we are getting rejected from like so many different people when those people not necessarily are actually enhancing your growth as yep. a person? Yep. Yes, in a way, you're learning how to deal with rejection better yep. and better. But are these people actually bringing value into your life no. that are rejecting you? Yeah. And if not, then why are you getting attached to it? Exactly. So it's really disattaching yourself from something that is not even in any way helping you grow as exactly. a human being. Exactly. Yeah. yeah so oh my gosh, that was, that was deep. Like that could be applied <laughs> to anything. Yeah. A lot of things. It's yeah. how you apply. So any any last advice you'd like to share? Anything from your heart or anything if people are going through their own personal transformation, any like really advice from the heart that you'd yeah. like to give? I think um baby steps is important. Don't force yourself to walk at someone else's pace because everyone has their own journey. Um, you know that when they always say, you know, don't confess um, someone's highlight reel to your personal life. It's so true because you don't know what they struggle and when you try to compare yourself like that, it's never gonna be fair. Yeah. You know, and you just gotta go your step, go your pace, uh, love yourself, value yourself, and when you do that, you will know what to do in your life. You will figure out what you want to do in your life, and yeah. you will you won't be so lost at everything. I'm not sure what I want or this or that. You just know. Oh, yeah. and with that, thank yeah, you thank so you. much. I've got one question for you before oh, we yeah, end. Because, sure. because look, I think if, if anyone who knows you, they know <laughs> that when you walk into the room, you just bring so much like positivity and joy. You know, when I first met you, I'm like. How is it possible for someone to be so happy every time? Like, I can meet you 10 or 10 times and you're always happy. There's never one time that I remember you're like, Oh, Sean, I'm so... Like, there's never one time I remember. How how can how is it possible that you can remain so happy and positive in such a negative world? 
Wow. Yeah, that, that, I think that would help, you know, someone. Thank you so much. Um, I think personally, it's even just not seeing anything as negative. Like in yeah. itself, the word negative to me does not even exist in my life dictionary. Wow. It's like you said, there's no bad. Yeah. That really resonated with me yeah. because even someone that is lashing out at me, reacting, judging me, gossiping about me. Yeah. I realized at a young age when I actually did go through a really tough time in high school with, yeah. when my best friend did backstab me. Oh, I feel you. And I really, I really felt that <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. I had this moment of realization. Why do I care about what everyone thinks of me? Yes. And if I do, I'm actually letting my entire energy and potentially get completely drained and sucked down the, the, the drain, literally. Yeah. Like evaporating into something that didn't even deserve deserve yeah. my energy yeah so that's when i realized i don't need to care what everyone is thinking about me yeah. and instead um of Im immediately <clears throat> <clears throat> my voice is now like <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. In instead of taking it personal when yeah. someone is having a bad day it's more for me questioning why is this person yeah. having a bad day or so-called bad day yeah. or if someone does something that's not that kind why is this person acting yeah. the way they are for me it's always about questioning and asking yeah. myself first you know there's probably a reason why this person is acting this yeah. way why this person is behaving this way and how can I actually be compassionate and help this person yeah. or like at least be more understanding and, yeah. and have an open heart to them even though they might be hurting yeah. me because actually they're coming from a place of hurting oh, so that, that yeah. what i realize is when someone is coming from a place of a lower vibration mm -hmm. to me that yeah. means negative because yep. like we can all be higher yeah. or lower vibrations at any yep. point at any point of life uh, at any point of time yeah. there is no good and bad mm. and when someone is at a lower vibration what can i actually do about it yeah. or how can i actually help them yeah raise their vibration a bit yeah. so to me it's always being optimistic that's been the way for me to always connect and to learn yeah. and to grow and to understand that i'm so blessed and so grateful for everything that i have yeah. in my life but also that there's always someone out there that is going through a tougher day than me yeah. and that <clears throat> that compassion and that understanding to learn about their perspective has really helped me understand that everyone has their own suffering and that it's really navigating through that yeah. and then being able to help. Wow, that's so beautiful. So, yeah. I don't know, I'm always happy and like, yeah. and like loving because even when someone goes through a tough day, it's like, man, I, I feel you. Like I can relate to the yeah. pain, yeah. but I still love you. It's yeah. not like I wouldn't love you less because on that day you weren't having a good day and yeah. then you maybe said something hurtful. It's like, oh man, that means I should even care more yeah. if you're saying something hurtful. Yeah. It's like you're hurting yeah. so bad yeah. for you to be in a place yeah. to be able to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Then like, that's so different because our, our society norms is to react first. Like when someone yeah. is angry at me, I'll react back in anger. When someone is pissed with me, I'll react back the same. But for you, you don't just react, you kind of think it I through. think I receive it. Yeah. I think instead of reacting, I receive yeah. it. It's more like if someone's sending me a signal of like a low vibration, I yeah. receive it and then go like question the behind of it yeah and then penetrate through it with that person hopefully yeah, this will follow. like as much as i can help that's yeah. what I, that's where i want to be at i want to be there to help you yeah. and then you help that person you know, in turn. yeah i mean through happiness as well yeah. like just being at a higher vibration with yeah. zero judgment already brings them up in a way 
because like you really are your environment the more exactly. like when you enter a room and there's like oh my god oh tension, yeah i know i know and then you sort of become tense yeah but if you enter a room and everyone's so lighthearted, no matter how shit your day was yeah you still will feel a little bit better at least a little that's the thing yeah. and that's what you've been doing to people around you you must know thank you yeah. so much for keeping that <laughs> thank yeah. you and i want to thank you all universes for tuning in today and for yeah. um really listening to this beautiful yeah. person's story because he has inspired me so much in life no matter what i would go through he'd be there telling me you got this i know you got this and i think you believing in me has helped me yeah. so much and that's why i can give back even more and for that i'd like to thank you thank you too and yeah guys and like one message that you had wait 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 you had one beautiful message baby steps baby steps. <laughs> there baby were many steps. many beautiful yeah. things but baby steps baby will get steps. you far yeah so yeah see you Thank guys you. soon this is the universe with naomi hoot tune in every tuesday thursday and saturday for another episode if you haven't yet please like review subscribe and share See you soon.